Hola, hola, hola. Welcome to Audacious. On today's episode of Audacious, we're going to be discussing depression. What does depression look like? What does it feel like? What does it sound like? Can you tell when you're in a state of depression? And more importantly, what do you do to get yourself out of a state of depression? So come on in. Please join me as we discuss depression on Audacious. So um, tonight's topic is going to be on depression. And if you've never been depressed before or if you have never seen anyone depressed before, um, and I know people go into depression for all different different things. Folks go into a state a state of depression. And some people actually have like real um, medical issues or medical challenges with depression that they actually have to take medication. So I've experienced depression maybe three times in my life. Never had no medicine or nothing like that, but I have experienced depression. And mine typically um, came about due to finances or due to loss of job or due to not having a job or due to having a job, then not having a job and finances. So mine always pretty much centered around the same thing. And for me, um, I always know when I'm going into uh, a state of depression because some people um, talk or, or may express themselves or whatever. When I'm going through things, I typically shut down. Um, and then if I'm not working or something like that, then it's, it's all the better for my state of depression because I can actually shut down and shut in. Um, so for me, I pretty much just like to sleep. And, um, and when I say sleep, it's, it's more so just sleep. I just want to, I just want to sleep. Um, when daylight starts coming around about, it is something that I'm not happy to see. I'm just waiting for, like, I love when it get about six or seven o'clock in the evening because I know it's getting ready to get, you know, nighttime again. And I'm looking for, when I'm in a state of depression, I'm looking for, I just want the world to be quiet. Like, I want the world to be still. I don't want to hear a whole bunch of, I don't want to hear life, I guess. I don't want to hear hear life moving cars, talking people, moving about or whatever. I really just want a state of stillness, quietness um, is what I really be looking for. So when I find myself in um, those situations or feeling in a state of depression, for me, I don't know for everybody else, but if you don't know, you really have to pray for your mind. Like you really have to, and I know some people don't believe in prayer. Some people don't believe in God or whatever the case may be. I'm just telling you what works for me. For me, when I'm going through a state of depression, I really have to pray for my mind. I've never been in a in a state of depression where I ever considered or thought about um, hurting myself in no way, form, or fashion. Like, no suicide, nothing like that. More so just um, frustration. Just really just frustrated with whatever is going on or how I find myself in a particular situation. And for me, like I said, it's, my, mine has always been around finances or financial crisis or something of that nature. So when when I'm going through those experiences and I actually shut down, 
I, I really don't want to like talk to nobody. I'm not going out. I'm not doing anything. Like I just want to be in the house. I want, I just want it dark. I want it dark. I want it still. I want it quiet. But at the same time, I also know for myself is I pray for my mind. I pray for myself to come out of that. I pray for, for strength to come, to get out, to come out. Um, and when I say come out, I mean, come out of it mentally, come out of it emotionally, come out of it physically, you know, to, to help myself. Um, and so sometimes you might not know what to do. You might not know what to say. Like, I, I don't think some, I don't know, maybe some people think you have to have these long extravagant prayers or whatever. No, mine be real simple. Lord, help me like for real. And, and sometimes I might have to say it. I find myself saying it like over and over and over again, because I really be trying to pray myself out of that mental state to get on with it, to get up, to get out. And so when, when you're in a state of depression for some people, um, and I, I do know some people that have tried to commit suicide or whatever. And so, like I said, for myself, I've never considered, ever considered hurting myself. Um, but for those people who do, you know, I'm not a doctor or anything like that. So I can't, you know, tell you what to do or whatever. Um, but I do know that you have to speak into yourself. Like you literally have to let yourself know, like whatever's going on, it's not going to be forever. Um, and it, it may be situations that you could have prevented. It may be situations that you caused it, whatever the case, however you got to that place is never, um, anything worth you hurting yourself is never worth anything worth you giving up hope on yourself. And so if you find yourself in a situation that you in a state of depression, sometimes depending on who you're talking to, it might benefit you not to talk to that person. Because sometimes when you're going through things and people asking you, you know, some people might feel like they're helping you, but they don't know when they asking you a bunch of questions that you don't have answers to and they're throwing different things at you, it could be them throwing their fear or projecting their fear and they think it's help, but it's not. Um, projecting their fear onto you. And so sometimes it does. And, and you probably know who the people that you can talk to about certain things. You probably know the people who you can't talk to about certain things. Like you might not even be able to let that person know that you're even going through anything because they will, where you might have, you know, have yourself at an emotional state where you just calm and still. If they get to talk to you, you know, they get to getting in your ear and getting in your head and feeding all this stuff, you know, questions and doubts and this and that. And so you have to identify who you can talk to and those people who you might have to tell them, you know, I can't talk to you about it right now. You know, I'll talk to you later or whatever. And that can be anybody. It can be your sister, your brother, your lover, your friend, your mother, your father, whoever. If those people are not going to help you with your situation in the sense of being able to be still themselves or be quiet or or just present and allowing you to talk if you feel like talking, if they're going to do more harm than good, then it might do you best 
to like just kind of keep them out of your presence, be it the phone or in person, to allow you the opportunity so that you can get to a place with yourself emotionally, mentally, and physically. So for me, um, I, I just remember a time where I wake up and I'm just ready to go right back to sleep. Like I'm looking forward to the sun to, to really look, see out the window that the sun's about to go down again and I'm happy. Like that will, that will give me peace knowing that the world is getting ready to start coming to, you know, like quiet. Like you don't hear all the busyness going around because I really just want to, wanted to be able to be still and to be quiet. Um, but in the midst of all of that, I always knew that the best thing that I can do for myself is to pray for my mind. And so I hear people saying they have, they pray and they pray for this and they pray for that. And I think a lot of times people literally forget to pray for their mind. Like you have to pray for this thing up here, for everything. You have to pray for your mind for depression. You have to pray for your mind for everything that you go through. You have to pray for your mind for peace. You have to pray for your mind for calmness, you know. And so when they say this thing is powerful, it really is. And so um, if you don't cover yourself and cover your mind, the chemistry um, within does all type of crazy things. And, and some people, unfortunately, make a decision to hurt themselves, to harm themselves. And some of them are successful and some of them not. Um, successful, I mean, successful in, in accomplishing in the near lives. And so it's very important that you, in the midst of depression, that you pray for your mind. Like, even if you can't function to the point where you can shake it off, pray for yourself, literally. Like, pray for yourself. It just help me. Lord, help me. If that's all you can get out. Just it doesn't have to be anything extravagant. It doesn't have to be, you know, these 99 words or the perfect prayer or the perfect thing or whatever. You literally praying for yourself to get you up and get you out. And so when you can get yourself up enough where you can steal your mind, you know, be able to go and take a bath or take a shower, um, eat something, eat something cleansing, um, because sometimes the food that you eat could be part of the problem as well. Um, so you want to eat live things to help you, to help you, give you the right energy. You know, being able to open your windows and, and maybe go outside and go for a walk or go for a jog or go for a run. All of those things, they help to get you out of a, a mental state of, of depression and to get you physically moving so that you can start having clarity with yourself. So that you can't shake that off because um, when you live life, you know, people experience different things and, and everybody handles things differently. Whatever it is, what, what might be easy for me to handle may not be easy for you to handle. What might be easy for you to handle may not be easy for me to handle. And so you really can't assume just because someone can take certain things or just because you can take or handle certain things that you someone else should be able to handle it the same. Everybody is different. Everybody have their own level of tolerance of different things. And so the best thing you can do is um, pay attention to your friends. Like seriously, they might not say nothing to you. Those people that are close to me, they, they typically don't know 
necessarily that I'm going through stuff, but but they know or notice when I get withdrawn. Um, um, and typically they don't know any, they don't know that I actually went through something until after the fact, because then I'll let them know. But most times for myself, depending on what it is, I really don't share it because I don't want to necessarily put that burden on someone else, especially if they're not in position to help me. And like I said, a lot of times or all three times that I can remember, my depression had had always been a season of financial problems that, that I was going through. And so once I could get my mind, you know, and my emotions all in check to get myself up and get myself going again, then I'm able to share at that time whatever the experience or whatever the situation was going through. But I typically keep things to myself so that I can work them out. Or should I say so that me and God can work them out. I don't, I typically don't share in the, in the, in the midst of me going through something. I typically don't share with people because again, their input might not be, you know, um, what I need at that time. Some people operate and they don't realize it. They don't know it, but they operate in a state of fear. And so when somebody, well, what you going to do about this? And, and what happens if that, and what was, well, what if that, you don't need all that, especially if you already trying to keep yourself at a level of calmness. So the best thing for me anyway, is that I, I, I get still, like I get real still. Um, but I do know that, that, that is also a form of depression as well as when you almost, I would say almost like go into like a cocoon type of thing, like a, what you call it? A butterfly thing where you, where you, where, where, what's the thing before the butterfly? But that's pretty much me. I go into one of those things where I just, I, I go to myself in, in kind of like a cocoon state where I'm just, I sleep, I get up, I may eat, I get up, I may shower, I get up, I use the bathroom, I get up, I sleep. And I just do that, you know, for, in. I think the longest it may have lasted, mm, maybe two weeks, three weeks max. Um, but a lot of prayer going on at that time. Like I, I really know when I see it kicking in on myself, especially when I get to the stage where I'm sleeping a lot. In between those sessions where I'm waking up or before I go to sleep, I'm, I'm praying, praying for 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 strength, praying for um, a, a calmness within myself, praying for my mind to help my mind to to um, 